Shut up and sit down. <laughs> this looks really cool. Welcome to the Doubt on Tap After Show. I'm Dan. I'm interrupting Mike. And we are the, the Simple, Simple Theologians. Theologians. So, hey, we're glad you're here with us this week. Uh, Doubt on Tap is a weekly conversation that takes place on Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock. And uh, right now, it is happening uh, at the Tap Room in downtown Ypsilanti, located at? I want to say... You screwed it up again. I, dude, That's all right. Because I know we're moving. Not yet, though. I know, but in my head, it's already done. So it's on. It's on. It's, it's, and it's all of my electronics on which I would look it up are currently being utilized for our Facebook live feed and for monitoring our Facebook live so feed, good so I can see when our so here's uh, here's a, stuff to us. So here's a good thing for those of you that are listening to the podcast. Uh, Friday mornings, you can tune in to our Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash/SimpleTheologians, and uh, you're you're able to watch this happen. This recording go live. That's right. You get to see the magic. That's right. And uh, and after we get done recording each podcast, if there are questions or thoughts uh, thrown out there for um, for us, we'll we'll respond to some of those in the Facebook live feed. Uh, but then the video is also going to be posted uh, every week, uh, so you can go back and watch through it if you don't want to wait for uh, the podcast to get yeah. just, thrown in the can. Just in so, case. Just in case you really want to see the beauty that is the simple that's theologians. Right. That's right. Um, or also Jordan, because Jordan, yes. Jordan. So he may. You also may get cool cameos like Jordan or Monica. Yeah. Or the unfortunate-looking Patrick. That's right. So because <laughs> um, we have to set up the camera. That's right. Because uh, we're there's like people got to walk right past the camera right. to get to the bathroom. Exactly. So, so we are uh, we're live on location uh, here at Cream and Crumb, uh, which is going to be the future home of Doubt on Tap. Love it. Boozy and milkshakes uh, and all. Exactly. So it's going to be fantastic, and uh, you know. Uh, Doubt on Tap has four rules. The first one is we end in one hour. The second one is everybody talks. The third one is everybody respects one another. And the fourth one is there has to be a moderator. And that is uh, that has been me, uh, but I've hatched a new secret plan um that i'm not telling you about because it's a secret plan and i've hatched it no okay now you got to tell me because i know no. no there's no hat there's no telling of my secret plan that has been hatched uh it was developed uh in 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 concert with friend of the show the beard and uh Uh-oh. and it's and it's coming See, tuesday that night really that really freaks me out because by the time i got there tuesday night yep. you guys were already like Ten old fashions deep. We were not that many. No, we really weren't. We kept count. I mean, we weren't. Uh, uh-huh. So, we weren't. And what was the count? We were at five. Each. each. Ten deep. Well, <laughs> when you say you're ten deep, <laughs> that makes it sound like each of us had ten. We did not each have to. And we had been hanging out for, at that point, like nine hours. So, um... Without uh, inviting me, I might say. Uh, every time I invite you, you can't come. So I stopped inviting you. Because, you need to actually because I work for a living. You need to accept an invitation at some point for me to continue you inviting you. You have to you. keep inviting for me to accept one. All right, we're gonna move on because <laughs> this is just gonna turn into me dumping my coffee on your head. Ouch. Anyway, all right. Um, so uh, the topic this week no, uh, was secret plan. I'm it's secret. I'm not telling you. Um, we our topic this week. Is the second in our series of deep words. What if I don't show up on Tuesday night? 
<laughs> then does you'll it, be missing does out. It, does it thwart your secret plan? Not even a little bit. So is a secret plan to have a secret plan so that I don't show up? No. Is that it? Is that what you're doing to me? Are you no. boxing me out? Is that what this is? No, not even a little bit there. Not even a little bit. Um, <laughs> so I you're uh, sweating now, buddy. I, dude, it's hot in here. And part of it's this this sweatshirt. I got this new sweet Splitter Nation sweatshirt. I see that it is very sweet. And uh, it's super hot. Like it's really, really warm. Not like attractive hot. No, it's warm. Yeah. And uh, I uh, yeah, I'll be glad to have it tonight for the football game. Are you perchance wearing a shirt underneath it that you could remove it? I I am wearing a t-shirt and undershirt, but not one that I would feel comfortable just being in public in. Um. It's one of those undershirts that fit and uh, not one of the big ones. Uh, so, anyway, uh, moving on past my wardrobe. <laughs> uh, our, we, we had our second conversation in our new series, Deep Words. Uh, our, first, our first one Deep was on justice. Words. Yeah, we, dude, we need like a sound. Deep Words. We need, I said it before. Why don't you get James Earl Jones to just record Deep, Deep words, words for us? Uh, maybe I can just pull that clip out and i don't know we'll, we'll see what we can do we'll see, we'll see what we can do uh but our uh our first conversation was on justice this week we talked about freedom sounds like we're a george w bush speech from uh circa 2002 <laughs> and uh so we're uh we had a we had an interesting conversation about what freedom is uh like uh, like justice it took us a good half hour to get going until somebody uh kind of flipped the script and called everybody out for uh not really uh not really going as deep as they could go. Um, so our boy, the beard was there and basically said, y'all are saying exactly the same thing. And none of and, and this is just kind of boring. And then the conversation really took off, which was a lot of fun. Well, I think he, so, so we did a lot around, around the idea of, of freedom as, <coughs> excuse me, uh, license, right? To, yeah. To do what we want to do right. without fear or consequence or that kind of idea. Right. Um, and I think <coughs> where, uh, where uh, the beard, tip of the hat to the beard, uh, where the beard got it right and really put us on track was with the idea of, of is freedom even really real? Yeah. Is it a real thing or is it uh, – I mean, we talked about freedom as, uh, as absolute liberty, we get to do what we want, or freedom as degrees – but the reality is, 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 is freedom really real? Yeah. Because we are all influenced uh, in some way, shape, or form by the environment around us. And that constricts, no matter how intentional something is to be freeing, it constricts. It, it, it holds us back. Um, and I talked about it from the aspect of, uh, uh, at least in my mind, freedom being the ability to pursue our dreams, our, our bliss are what makes us happy. You know, that pursuit of happiness idea. Um, not that we can attain it, but that we can pursue it without, you know, being, yeah. being told we can't. But the reality is even the dreams we have, uh, that which is our bliss, whatever it is that we're pursuing is still controlled by the environment around us. Sure. It's controlled by what we know, by what we see, by what we experience. And we don't set, all of those experiences you know it it's conversations we have it's it's somebody cutting us off in traffic it's all of those things that that shape and mold us and and so yeah the the freedom aspect of it 
tends to be, I think, uh, at least as I've been contemplating things since since uh, Tuesday night, yeah, uh, tend to be illusionary. Illusionary. Interesting. Um, not uh, a perception more than a reality. Yeah. So I, I don't know and if I go. with that, doubt on to no. Just That's right. I don't know if I go quite quite so far as to say they're illusory, but I would say that um, to truly have freedom, you have to have uh, you have to have limits around it. You have to have structure. You have to have um, you have you have to have, and I guess in a sense, law, right? Um, because you can't be. I don't think you can truly be free unless you know what the limits are unless you know where where your freedom ends because if you don't know where your freedom ends then then you are going to infringe on somebody else's freedom if everybody's just got con- in a constant state of infringing on others freedom then nobody is free so to have limits to be able to say this is where it ends this is where somebody else's freedom begins this is what makes allows us uh, in, in the sense of our country or laws or yeah, whatever, think, make us free. But I think what we what we what we came to on uh, on Tuesday night, at least part of that conversation, was the reality that uh, you had said uh, you had said my my freedom ends where your nose begins. Yep. But the reality is, is if my freedom is all thank up you, Mister fi- Frankel from U.S. government. <laughs> if my freedom is all up in your face, even right up into uh, not touching your nose, but close to it. It's affecting you, yeah, the other person, and Absolutely. it's infringing upon you. Um, it, well, and this is, and isn't this where, um, isn't this where though, a true sense of of tolerance comes to play, right? The ability to, even when somebody else's freedom comes face to face with mine, the ability to allow them to 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 experience their freedom to live out their freedom in the same way that they need to do with me right but sometimes those i mean when you're when those things are buttoned right up against each other they're buttoned right up against each other for a reason is in they're not compatible sure your freedom and my freedom at that point are not compatible and so for for you to experience that freedom then or for me to experience mine one of us has to give up ours um and so from from a non-biblical uh, viewpoint, uh, it is it is illusory. Okay, uh, we can't have it without infringing on another. If we're if we're talking, if we're if we're if we're taking this this deeper into the biblical idea of things, yeah, freedom uh, is real. I can buy uh, that, but it is definitely based on uh, an understanding of sometimes I'm going to win, sometimes you're going to win. Uh, sometimes I have to sacrifice for you. Sometimes you have to sacrifice yeah. for me, uh, and that is that is part of what freedom is. So this is this is where I want to go because um, you know we are the simple theologians, and we're we're looking at um, having some of these conversations from more of our our perspective as pastors, right? And sure, um, might as well. So it's time to shift it. Um, because if you want to have that, I, I think, you know, those of you that are listening, if you want to hear more about that kind of, co- that aspect of the conversation, show up on Tuesday night. Um, that's why this is the after that's show. That's right. Uh, so. Uh, this is our time. This is our time to talk. <laughs> Y'all sit down. Just like the opening of the of the podcast says, sit down and, and shut, shut up. up. <laughs> wow. Anyway, I'm a jerk. Okay. Um, so here's the deal. What is this, like 
three years in and you're just figuring that out now? Oh, no. I think if you look, go back and listen to these podcasts, you'll hear me make that proclamation basically weekly now. That's true. That's so true. Okay. here's no, the... Go ahead. Hey, they want to see your head, Monica, when you walk past. Come on. <laughs> Lies. So we... um. So, in in Galatians, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. The live feed, like she ducked under the yeah. camera, and like you see the top of her head. That's her awesome. <laughs> I love it. So, um, uh, in in Galatians, uh, Paul writes that for freedom, Christ has set us free. Yeah. And uh, so, as we as we think about freedom, as we as, I think as we as as pastors, as we as theologians think about the the freedom thing it is this is the this is the perspective that that we are coming from and so i'm curious uh what what do you think what do you what do you think paul is talking about there when he's when he's hitting on this whole for freedom christ has set you free thing um well it's obviously going to be very contextual for for the Galatians, um, I have a feeling without doing too much uh, uh, study on that at the moment, it has to do with the idea of um, the the classes, the categories, the the restrictions of station, uh, not really mattering it within the realm of uh, God and spirit and uh, living a full human life. Hmm. So so we get a lot from Paul about no longer Jew or Greek, slave or free, uh, woman or man. Uh, those things are no more. Okay. Um, so, so I tend to think of it as free from, from those categories, those restrictions, those stations that that tell us we can't be. Yeah. Um, when the reality is in Christ, we can. Yeah. We can be. We can uh, be uh, what we're created to be. Sure. And and that's and that's the other piece, right? Is is freedom uh, not from? Uh, well, I mean, there's a, there's a freedom from oppression piece and all and all of that, but the reality of the freedom. Uh, from from having to sin, from having to to walk in those shackles. Sure. Um, so there's that there's that aspect of okay. it too in there. Yeah, I think I think that's it's I think that's good. And I think um, one of the things in that in that context, right? Um, he said this is one of those places where uh, where Paul does some does some quoting, but. It, in Galatians, uh, was it five thirteen? Here he says, "You are called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self indulgence, but through love become slaves to one another. For the whole law is summed up in a single commandment: You shall love your neighbor as yourself. If, however, you bite and devour one another, take care that you are not consumed by one another." Um, I like that because, you know, in the context of this um, of this whole "for freedom, Christ has set you free" thing. He, Paul really, really subverts the idea, the concept of what freedom is. You know, we spent we spent an entire evening talking about freedom being freedom to do what we want, freedom, and we even started this 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 podcast 
talk, you know, kind of talking a little bit about how freedom is the idea of, of me being able to do what I want up until the point that it, that it bothers you or, you know, how other people's freedom infringes on our freedom and therefore it's illusory and all these things. And yet when we start looking at what freedom is from the scriptures, it's a, it's a subversion of what we normally think of freedom. Sure. It, is, it is a freedom to serve. It is a freedom to put other people above ourselves. It is a freedom to, in a sense, set aside our rights, our freedom, so that we can, we can actually love and care for another, that we can put another above ourselves. And um, I think Tim Keller calls this the art of self-forgetfulness. Yeah. Um, and I, I still haven't read the book. I really want to read his little book on this. But, um, but it just strikes me that we as Americans and, I, and, and we as American Christians are so deeply worried about our religious liberty and our religious freedom and all these things. And yet when we look at, when we look at what, what the scriptures tell us that freedom from a Christian perspective is, it's not a freedom that demands rights. It's quite the opposite. Is it is a freedom from the necessity to demand our rights. It is a freedom to to serve, to care, to like Paul says to, to be to become a slave to one another. And you know, that's that's a really different kind of freedom. That is very very subversive of our western American kind of sense of freedom and uh, and it's one that I think you know we need to figure out how to recapture yeah it is the problem is is and and you'll know this but but by and large today especially in America Christianity is a is a cultural quirk it's not it's not something that that most people who would say they're Christian really throw themselves into it is it is part of who they are, but it's not who they are, which is not the way it's supposed to be, right? Right. Who we are supposed to be is Christian. We are supposed to be the ones who are following Christ. Right. And following Christ, as we see with, with the disciples in the Gospels, is not, uh, okay, we'll show up on Sunday, Jesus, uh, or Sunday and Wednesday, Jesus, but but it's every day. It's yeah. every day. People, you know, uh, the expression of Christianity for a lot of people is they go on Sunday morning. Maybe they do a midweek, maybe, uh, and and maybe they they say grace before dinner, um, and that's and that is is for a lot of people what they take to be devout, right? Uh, in our culture, so it's it's a, it's a cultural quirk. It's a piece of. Our history—it's part of how our our country was founded. It's part of how, uh, 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 it's part of the westward expansion in in our history, uh, uh, missionaries and circuit riders and and all that kind of stuff, uh, making it an ingrained part of the culture. But it evolved with the culture away from what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Um. And it, yeah, and so, and but so for people to. To equate freedom with the idea of getting to do what I want uh, is a blending of uh, culture and 
the the cheapened word of freedom that we have um and 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 all that yeah so so i mean it's it doesn't surprise me that that's where we are uh and it is with all of these deep words that we've been talking about it is it is the labor it will be the labor of lifetimes to try and reclaim the original reality of those words at least in a scriptural context yeah yeah well and i think it isn't that i mean in a very real sense that is that is the work of of the pastor these days isn't it i mean where we are um yes it we, is the uphill battle of the yeah, pastor it, these it, days i mean when when i think about when i think about what it is that that we're doing um i don't i don't want us to be people who simply reinforce the standard christian quo kind of thing or the christian standard quo right like yeah. we need we need to be the ones that are uh, that are challenging pushing making people rethink and reevaluate and this this is the work of the gospel this is when when we do this when we when we challenge and subvert the assumptions and the the uh, the presumptions that not only people who say they're Christians have, but but people who say they aren't Christians have. Yeah. Um, that's the work, right? It, it's it's to make, it, it is to challenge people to to evaluate what are the foundations that that their that their uh, their perspectives are built on. Yeah. You know, are they built on like Jesus talks about? You know, are you building on building on rock? Are you building on sand? The idea of freedom being absolutely free and me being able to do whatever the heck I want to do, that's that's a building on sand. The ability to begin to see yourself as being free to serve to serve another, that's that's a building on rock. And you know, could you imagine could you imagine what 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 could what could our like I just think about Ypsilanti. All right, just just our town. If if our town, if the people who say they're Christians, if the churchgoers in our town decided that freedom was freedom to serve one another, how would our town look differently? I mean, it would it would be transformed overnight. How would an individual church look differently? Right. Uh, in fact, we're uh, we're we're in week fifteen of our Roman series right yeah. now. So we're on Romans 14 because I did two weeks on 12. Yeah. Um, and what we're talking about, it, Romans 14 is the whole uh, don't judge people because they eat meat or because they don't eat meat and uh, don't judge another uh, master servant, that, that kind of idea. Um, but imagine, and, and, and kind of, kind of my, my hitting point this week is imagine if we did that. Yeah. If we, if we didn't out of the gate judge another person because of their difference right um you know i I, i'm as i'm working through it i'm thinking about uh as as a methodist we get moved on occasion to different churches by our bishop and cabinet and uh and we go and we meet the new church and it's it's a select group of leaders in the church and we sit down and we meet and the pastor of course wants to put their best foot forward and so they say all the right words uh like like uh, growth and change, and, and the church wants to put their best foot forward, and so th- they say things like, yes, we want to grow and we want to change too. 
Um, but what the church is really saying is that uh, they, they want to they change, and the change they're happy with is changing the pastor. That's about it. You change anything else, you're stepping in landmines. That's right. Um, and, so, and so as a pastor coming into a new church, and, I, and I've done it several times, I know I'm walking into a minefield. Right. Uh, but new people coming in from different places that have not been in that specific church don't one don't realize they're walking into a minefield they don't realize that that pew has been hallowed by 3000 consecutive sundays of your butt sitting on it um they don't know those things and so they're going to walk into those and and we're automatically and, and they automatically are getting judged it's that judgment that oh they're sitting in my seat or oh they're they're going around the power structure they haven't paid homage to the to the matriarch or the patriarch of the church they haven't done the the right things in the right order, right? Uh, and and so they step on those landmines uh, instead of, hey, we're we're free to give each other grace. We're free to serve each other to to lift up the other person. And Romans has has a whole lot of that. Yeah, whole lot of that. Genuine, Absolutely, genuine affection, uh, mutual mutual love. Uh, outdo one another uh, in showing honor. Yeah. You know, things things of that nature uh, that if we just, even just one church live by that, we it would be amazing. It would it would be it would, it would, it would change the world. It would it, or at least or at least it would change that the neighborhood. That neighborhood. Yeah. And you know, I And I and I think we have to, I think we absolutely have to press into this, and we have to press hard into this idea that freedom freedom is is not not simply an individual rights kind of deal, um, but freedom in the deeper sense is is the freedom is the freedom to set aside our rights, and that is. That is tough stuff, man. That's really, really hard stuff to do. And until we until we can get to that place, man, um, you know we're we're missing out on what what a real gospel freedom looks like. Yeah. And and I hope I hope we can get there. I hope that we can. I hope that we can not be afraid to press into that. Not be afraid to challenge people and to uh, really really force them to to reconsider their notions of of freedom yeah um to move them to a place of self-forgetfulness and and i think when we do that what happens is we we move to a place of of human flourishing we move to a place where um where maybe I serve you, you serve me. We actually find out, you know, we care for one another and and in that then we begin to experience a whole new a whole new level of freedom that we didn't know was possible. Yeah. I think, you know, one of the one of the people in the world who who I would say is the most free person ever would be Jesus, right? Yeah. And one of the greatest examples in Jesus' life of that freedom, of that yeah. freedom at work, is at the Last Supper, 
when Jesus strips down, wraps in a towel, gets down, and w- washes the disciples' feet. Because a, a, someone who's not free can't do that can't because do that. they are so worried about pride and position and all these other things that they are not actually free to do that. That's and right. if you are not free to strip down and put a towel around your waist and wash somebody else's feet, then, then you're not free. For the record, cream and crumb, I'm not going to do that here. Thank uh, God. But, you know, metaphorically. Metaphorically. That's <laughs> right. So, hey, um, you know, with that, uh, I think you win Doubt on Tap again. Of course I do. Of course I You're do. You're the man. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we are, we're glad you guys stopped by this week to listen to the after show. We hope that you've been challenged, that, that this will make you think a little bit about what freedom is on a different level and a different perspective. Um, again, want to remind you, Friday mornings, you can stop by our Facebook page, facebook.com slash simpletheologians to catch the live feed. If you stick around after we record, uh, we'll do a little. We'll do some Q and A and respond in that live in that live video session. Yeah, we got a couple people in there right now. That's awesome. And uh, then after that, we always record the Simple Theologian podcast. And uh, so we do hope that you will that you'll check those out. And uh, you can connect with us on social at uh, Twitter is the easiest way. Uh, you can connect with me at Daniel M Rose at Rev Mike UMC. And uh, you can catch both of our personal podcasts and different things that we're doing. Uh, on our websites, uh, you can connect your mics at revmikeumc.com. You can check Dan's at danielmrose.com. And uh, we hope you'll do that, and we hope you'll continue the conversation with us. Uh, but e- e- more beyond that, we hope that you'll come out on a Tuesday night and join us for Doubt on Tap sometime Absolutely. soon. Absolutely. Uh, so eight o'clock Tuesday nights uh, for the time for a little bit longer. We're going to be at the tap room, um, and, and then we're going to be moving here to Cream and Crumb. Uh, and uh, and we'll let you know. We'll, we'll give you the heads up on that. Um, but it's it's going to be a fantastic, fantastic journey this year as we continue to work our way through uh, deep words. Amen. So uh, hopefully we'll see you out on a Tuesday night soon. But until then, I'm Dan. I'm Mike. And we are the Simple Theologians. Theologians. Peace.